is my shepherd And I won't be wanting I won't be wanting And he makes me rest In fields green Quiet streams And even though I walk Through the valley Of death and dying And I will not fear you with me you with me your shepherd's staff it comforts me you are my feast in the presence of enemies and sure of God forever In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. That's John chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. This is Alan Aldridge, and this is Illuminate. Uh, you saw the picture, the image, you clicked on it. It's of a lamp. It's four light bulbs um, consumed almost completely by darkness. But the darkness has not overcome it. So it says, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not overcome it. That's what the graphic is trying to accomplish. Why start with the Gospel of John? Well, Matthew, Mark, Luke are synoptic Gospels. And by synoptic, I mean the same. They're telling the same narrative for the most part through a different lens. It would be like you, me, and a buddy if we all had different angles of I don't know, maybe a football game or watching somebody fish, we would all see something just a little bit differently. If it was a football game, one of us might have a better view of the line and we might see a hold or you might see a face mask. But you'll notice something that's more important than the other because you're going to focus on what matters to you. 
Uh, take Matthew, for instance, and who he was writing to. Matthew is a Jew, and he was writing to Jews. Well, how do you know that? Well, how does he start his gospel with a genealogy? What's he trying to prove? That Jesus is, in fact, the Messiah, that he's the one who has come. So he starts with a genealogy. Because that's one thing that Jews have to prove right off, right, is where they come from, their heritage. What about Mark? That's your action, Jackson. Uh, Mark was uh, Peter's disciple, so Mark was apparently there for um, the gospel narrative during the time that Jesus was alive. I think he was that guy that says that... uh, they tore his robe off and he took off running. That's neither here or there, but it's the only time it's recorded. And Who would know that but Mark? And I think it's a second-hand account of Peter. I think Peter helped him with it. That's tertiary. It doesn't matter. But what was Mark trying to accomplish? Mark was writing to Romans. What are Romans obsessed with? Power. So through all throughout the Gospel of Mark, it's action-packed and what's it proven? power of Christ then you have Luke he was a doctor wasn't a disciple but he followed around he followed Jesus and it even went so far to write Acts right he didn't just uh, quit being a follower of Christ after Christ ascended into glory he stayed up with the disciples and he followed Peter and John and Paul around and you kind of see where the narrative splits as you read Acts but Uh, Back to the script, what was Luke trying to prove? Well, Luke was writing to the Greeks, and the Greeks were obsessed with miracles, and so you have a lot of miracles documented in Luke, more so than any other gospel. Why? That's his audience. And there are miracles recorded in Matthew and Mark, as well as John, but in his narrative with the healings, Luke would go so far to say what hand was restored. And he gives you a a better idea of what was going on. Why? Because he was a doctor, right? It makes sense. Well, now we're at John. It's not a synoptic. It tells a totally different story. The story that Matthew, Mark, and Luke covered, they're going from earth to heaven perspective John was totally different he wrote heaven to earth what I mean by that is right there on the opening in the beginning he's calling you all the way back to Genesis he's tying everything in a bow if you will and John is writing to the world and as you read more of John's writings uh, his letters, for instance, is he always is talking about this idea of little children, and um, you can see how much uh, John loved people, uh, called them beloved. And I remember uh, when I was a teenager, when I first started reading the Bible seriously, I thought John was ego tripping. Um, he always called himself the one that Jesus loved. And it was always like, oh, wait a minute, buddy. Uh, what about everybody else? Uh, well, that's not what he's saying. Don't get lost on that like I did. 
is what he's saying is he understood who he was in Jesus, who he was to God. He was beloved. He was loved by God. We are, you are, I am. Um, person sitting six feet apart from you is or across the table or in the car or whatever that looks like uh, equally. It's not based on merit or what you've done or haven't done. He, he just loves you. And so I wanted to open this thing up with that to tell you about the graphic and why that graphic uh, for this show. And just to kind of give you a quick rundown on the Gospels and what they accomplished. And we'll be spending time all over the Bible and I'll have some friends come alongside me. Fellow, I say fellow, I'm not a pastor. They're pastors. <laughs> and they'll come alongside me. And this is just for the equipping and encouragement of the saints. So it is just a time for us to uh, come together, um, as we can't really come together right now, but we can this way, and we can dig in and get past the milk. Uh, and there will be milk in there if that's what you need, but it's mostly going to be meat. It's for uh, a more seasoned um, person in faith. But if you're completely new to faith, uh, we'll, th we'll throw you some bones and this is your intro episode. Next time we meet, I'll have some friends alongside me and we'll, we'll dig into some topics. That's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time.